Before we kick this show off, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Under Pressure Outdoors is brought to you in part by Hasmore Outdoor Products. Hasmore Outdoor Products manufactures quality replacement seats for a multitude of climber brands as well as a host of other products built with the hunter in mind. Take it from us. Your butt will thank you and you'll be able to spend more hours in your stand. Hop over to their website by clicking on the link in the podcast description and order the tree stand trick out kit for your stand today and you'll have everything you need to hunt longer and harder. Make sure you use code UPO15 at checkout to get 15% off your next order. I'm your host, Will Krebs, and this is the Under Pressure Outdoors Podcast. Well, I couldn't make it this week, so I'm going to hand it off to Jordan up at Piney Woods Hunting Lodge in Eufaula, Alabama. Jordan joined Jordan Spencer, Jay Stone, Adam Hayward, and Kyle of the Common Man Outdoors, and Keith Wade, owner of the Piney Woods Hunt Lodge in Eufaula, Alabama. Sit down with these guys this week and listen to them talk about the deer hunt they've had over the last few days, and it is uh, it's quite the comedy show. Anyway, I'll hand it off. Yeah, now we're there. That's why That's why they're coming back every night. We didn't see nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? I want to start. I want to say I want to say him up yeah. in snacks and the yeah. Quayweeds or whatever they were. <laughs> oh, Some kind of California medicine. I think I needed to film more in the stand. I, I think you ate too much breakfast. I was trying to make you look good, you know. <laughs> Hey, he looked good. I promise you, Adam looked good every time. That's right. What was his? What was what was Adam saying? He yeah. said, "Look, look good, yeah, play look good. good, play good." <laughs> I'd say shoot good, but yeah, I mean, had a chance. Yeah, we have a chance. That'll be next go round. Well, I think that's Keith's fault that he yeah. hadn't had a shot. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to explain this to you? <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear this. Oh, I want to man. hear the explanation. Oh, goodness. So, Mr. Keith, how long have you been in business here? Since 94. Since 94. So, how old were you when you first started Pony Woods? 24. See, I was born in 70, so. I bet there's been a lot of people through here since then. I've seen a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. But oh. we're your favorite. Yeah. How many acres you got here? We run about 3,500 acres. 3,500? What's your average hunter? I mean, how many hunters do you averagely run through a year? Mm, that's hard to say because um, we only take so many deer hunters. Now, the hog hunters, we that's a little different, you know. So, it just depends on, uh, on the year and... Um, what our animal outlook looks like. Same with turkeys, you know. You only do what you do for how many good gobblers you got, you know. Yes, sir, yeah. We don't try to overrun. We're not just running people through, you know. We're trying to be successful at it. Yep. You can't be successful. Yeah. And, you know, I know we had kind of discussed that a little bit earlier in the week that 
<laughs> it's like, boy, this is about to be going good. We kind of discussed that a little early in the week when we got a first Adam, timer here. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. If I you don't... touch anything, or if you drink anything, or if you lick your lips, it's gonna pick you up. Okay, so just chill out, my that's, brother. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you this, as as a guide here at Piney Woods, um, we don't overstress our land and you know book what we need to book for what we got to kill and actually a little less so that everybody that comes here gets an opportunity to see a deer and shoot them, shoot them a trophy buck, you know? So it's, it's managed really well. Keith's done a good job over the last number of years. I don't don't know. He's been doing it forever, but he's a, he's a good steward of the land and he understands uh, the business side of it. And he, uh, he doesn't want to stress his land. You know, he wants you to come here and have a good time and, and uh feel like you're at home you know so it's it's a great place to come and hunt y'all do kill some class bucks around here looking around this room there's some dang good bucks that have come off this property yeah we've been blessed over the years um this area's got great genetics um it's turned out some some really good bucks over the years location is a lot of it you know our soil is good and uh, it's a lot of farming. So it's just a lot of things that kind of add up and, and go towards it, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's so. very evident. Y'all put a put a lot of heart and soul into this place. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of work. It's year-round. Yes, sir. And then this was your, your family farm at yeah. one point? Yeah. It's always been in, it's been in the family a long time. So That's awesome. That's awesome that you're still keeping it going. So, Adam, you want to tell us a little bit about you? Um. Well, I'm I'm not a hunter because I don't I don't see much, but uh, I try to hunt. But <clears throat> prior to this, uh, I played in the NFL for nine years. Um, probably could have went longer, but ended up breaking my leg. Then rushed back from rehab, and then ended up the following year tearing my ACL meniscus. And then at that point, it was just kind of a a lot of rehab, and just didn't feel the same. And kind of got screwed out by uh, the team I was with. They uh try to hurry and get me back have a plan and then as soon as we got cleared by the doctor they released me so that they can kind of clear some space money wise but after that i uh resented it and just kind of said yeah i'm done playing man i've done it since i was six years old so time to find something new to do man you played for my team too the bucks yeah I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, I've been a Bucks fan since they started. Yeah. You know, I remember my dad brought a poster home the first year. You know, Dang, Jay, you are that old. I man. am old. I'm telling you right now. I'm like dirt, boy. I'm like dirt. But they, the they sombrero. Yeah, yeah, the big old hat with the yeah. feather, you know. Yeah. And uh, dad brought me a poster home, and I was like, I'm a, I'm a Bucks fan. And I'm going to tell you, the first time they won the Super Bowl, my dad actually called me and congratulated me for being a fan so long. Because, I, I mean, it was hurting. It hurt bad, you know, yeah. to be a fan. You know, but certainly y'all have come a long ways, you know, and I'm still a Bucks fan. Yeah, it, you know? it, uh, it didn't hurt them to get Tom Brady and a couple I of those guys. I guarantee it. We, we begged and begged and begged to, for them to spend money and get some people while we were there. And they said no because they were funding the soccer team. Apparently, they decided to change their mind and put all in and won a Super Bowl, so I can't blame them. Right on. Well, Brady's about as old as I am, so you think he's going to retire this year? He did. He came out earlier today and said he's officially retired, so he gave a whole uh, 
a thank you letter to everybody and did all that. So, well, I done. guess I missed that because I was hauling hunters around. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what got, what got you into hunting? Um, so my older brothers are uh, one of them still lives in New Zealand, and the other one moved from New Zealand. He goes back and forth. So they kind of got me into hunting a little bit um, and diving growing up in California. Um, didn't get too much into it because of uh, football. And playing sports, that obviously takes up all the time during a good season. So uh, when I started playing more and had a little bit more money, um, I was able to kind of just, as soon as the season was over, go places and gone for, you know, a month and a half, two months of hunting every day, duck hunting, whatever it was, turkeys, just go. Kyle, what do you think about Adam? You've been, you spent a lot of time with him lately. Yeah, I think a yeah, lot of different do, things. What do you think? Um, <laughs> I've had a good time with the mountain stand these last few days. We've had a lot of laughs. We've been prepared for that moment to come, but uh, hopefully maybe tomorrow morning we'll make something happen. Maybe. I mean, we're not done, though. We still got a lot. We got elk hunts, too, to come up. So I think that we were out of our element being in a blind like that. Um, you know, we were ready to go out there and give the foot roll. You know, we've been talking about that all week. <laughs> I think uh, we're built to be on the ground, so it was tough sitting there. But we had we had a good time. Yeah, we did. Hey, but Mr. Keith has got some good blind. I mean, shooting oh houses. My it's gosh, not a blind. Yeah. It's a shooting house. Oh man. yeah. No, they're definitely nice. <laughs> you get comfortable but, in there. But being a, I know Mr. Keith doesn't like it, but being predominantly a bow hunter, <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to get up close and personal, personal to the deer. And at some point, we're like, I know we should just leave and start walking. But Mr. Keith will lose his mind on us. <laughs> So we stayed in the blind. <laughs> we only did one lap today, Mr. Keith. <laughs> hey, you get to know somebody real well when you sit in that blind with them about 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle and his snacking habits. That's right. Yeah. Nobody told, <laughs> nobody, nobody told him that you were supposed to uh, put your chips, you know, and food in a Ziploc bag or something else. No, somebody did tell him that just uh, about four hours. That was, not the, the, that was the best yeah. tip I've ever got. I mean, you, you pick the best snacks that you got here, and then you wait until, hey, man, prime time's over. It's I got to do something. Man, we should you know? we should create a, for like a Doritos brand some sort of a bag for hunters. So they right? do they do uh, have uh, that already. What? Yeah, what? Bo Bomar, Bo hunting dude. The Bomar he has a bag that. It's quiet. He has a whole line for snacks. Are they he, chips? Is a Ziploc not quiet? Because how do you not smash your chips the, in the your backpack? It's like a plastic. It's a thicker plastic. I don't know. I got it. Next time we go hunting, I'll show them to you. Yeah, of course, a, of course, I got them. I've always just used the Ziploc bag trick. That's yeah. what I told Kyle, but I guess I should have told him on the first day. <laughs> I don't know about But that. I also Zip didn't know you are going to be up there <laughs> eating snacks during prime time. I wasn't in prime time. In his mind. <laughs> when you're in the blind, it's all prime time. Yeah. Oh, and then you hear man. it. Here we go. Here we go. It, it was, I had to shake it up a little bit out there, you know. I but to be to be honest, you did warn me because you said Jordan normally doesn't let you eat until late. So you're like, I'm going to eat. And I said, that's okay. <clears throat> you do, you eat. I like how it sounds like I'm being deprived over here. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing his little camera slave. Oh, I'd man. say be a man. Get me out of here. <laughs> no, you got to eat, you know, when you got a high metabolism, you know. You got to keep that food coming in or you get hangry and nobody likes that. 
Yeah, let's say as soon as we come in for food, every time you're the first one to straight to the food right away. Hey, I'm a man that knows what he needs, and if you don't know what you need, then man, you better figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it ain't like we're we're here trying to film a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to say something about something you said, Adam. He said something about not being a hunter. Um, you put a little pressure on yourself, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's hunting; it's not killing. And so, when you go out there. You're out in God's country and you seeing the beauty that he created and it'll happen. You just uh, don't put so much pressure on yourself and, uh, you know, it'll work out like it's supposed to. Yes, sir. And uh, I promise you, I remember reading years ago an article about um, about Alabama and it's when we had, I think you could kill, I think you could kill two bucks and maybe two does a day or something. This was back when I was a kid. I think that was the limit, or it was one buck and two does, but it was a good bit every day. So the yeah, point you was, you know, you go to Alabama, you can kill deer, but the average hunter back then, the article was talking about, spent 14 to 20 days in the woods without seeing a deer. So it's not just you. I mean, it's, yeah. that's the... That's the way it is, you know. Yeah, me and me and Jamie, the head guide here at Piney, was we were just talking about that a minute ago. Um you know how many days you can sit in the woods all year living here and and not see deer and you know we have people come in for 72 hours three days you know and they're trying to get that season in or that hunt in in three days and you know or 30 minutes of day one yeah (laughs) well he didn't bring that up did you (laughs) hey you know um it uh It's just that way. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to realize that you have a good opportunity of it happening, mm-hmm. but it's just a lot of things that got to line up. You got to have the weather right. You got to have the stars right. The moon's got to be right. And so many things. And the weather changed on you before you got here this week. You know? Yeah. So it's just it's just part of it. But we man, we're glad to have you and enjoyed you and. We've had a good time. And, oh, definitely had a good time. And yeah. the biggest thing about it is there's always another trip. Yep. Yes, you sir. know? And so. you just got to do what I did, coming here and slide Keith a couple hundos <laughs> and get in that prime time spot, maybe. Yeah. That's probably why we didn't see Jamie the first day, because he was out there shooing the deer through the gate. <laughs> I said, all right, Jamie, yeah. it's about 4.30. Go ahead and release yeah. all, all of a sudden, Jamie pops up after. <laughs> <laughs> tell you, now that we're at the end of the hunt, I feel kind of guilty about mine and Jordan's hunt the first night. I mean, we. I don't at, feel guilty. I just I wish do. they had a better one. Yeah, I do. No, that was that was awesome. And then, and, and like Mr. Key said, that I have learned because I put a lot of time and a lot of seats, and it's not like TV where you turn it on and they're killing monster bucks every episode. So it definitely you got to put your time in. And uh, I mean, that's what, I can't say we didn't sit because we sat. So it just like you said, it just happens to be. You know, first day you had deer on your side, and we yeah. had some come out a little bit late, but you couldn't see. So, yeah, the weather the weather kind of got us. You know, yeah. it was cold, and rut was kind of starting to kick off, and and it turned. You know, got hot and windy, and it'll shut them down. It'll put their bellies on the dirt. You know, you know, the first night we spent in the bunkhouse, Jordan was talking about. I've killed everywhere I went this season. And he's like, you know, it'd just be awesome if I could kill here, and then gets up next morning or hunts that afternoon and just 
shoots a deer in the first hour. Hour and thirty <laughs> minutes later, he's down. Uh, I, I, I sent a picture. Of, I sent a picture of that deer, well, of Jordan and that deer, and, and to my wife. And all I said was, "Yes, I am the man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. That was a good hunt, man. It was fun. We had a good time. You know, I, I I hope that I, I well I know the footage is good because I've watched it. So if y'all aren't have subscribed to Common Man Outdoors, y'all should get on YouTube oh, yeah, and absolutely. subscribe to that. It's gonna be fun. But going back to what Adam says, you know, coming from a production side and working with a lot of different shows, you see twenty two minutes of what took us seven to ten days to get that kill shot. Our, our average hunts are seven days and then sometimes they get stretched out to 10 days if you know like what happened today where we had weather change you know the next three days might come back on fire here and you have so much invested in every trip mm-hmm. but when you take seven to ten days and a terabyte worth of footage just to get that 22 minutes that's how yeah you know yeah you have that kill shot on every episode it's a lot of time in the woods yeah, so you, you don't really realize how much camera work goes into that until you spend that time here and see. I mean, Kyle's literally filming almost everything. Yeah, except for while we're at dinner or yeah. when he's eating his snacks. And... <laughs> no, nah, he's filming that. No, nah, we're just we're just, <laughs> we're just busting with Kyle a little bit. But yeah, he's uh, definitely is. He always has a camera within arm reach, and, and that's kind of what we're taught to do, and looking for those moments because what we're trying to do is tell a story i mean uh and that's hopefully what's going to separate us from from other shows and 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 get some recognition is is our storytelling but then also at the same time you know we're trying to show that hunting should be fun yeah it's gotten pretty serious for a lot of people and it's not a life or death situation i mean it can be but uh most of the time it's not and it should be it should be fun and but there's a lot of work that's Kyle put in this week to hopefully make a good episode. I was going to say that, you know, it, for me, it's always been, I know there's a lot of people, it's about, you know, kill, kill, kill. Like you want to go hunt, you want to kill something, but the time that you get to spend with the people around you or the people that you get to know, you know, when you go on hunts like this, like it's my first time meeting Kyle and Adam and Jordan and Mr. Keith and Jamie, just the people that you get to know and everything is, <laughs> it's been uh it's been pretty awesome in the times we've had as well that little pause there is because keith's telling you to stop knocking your hands yeah, on know, the table you're, you're running I'm this not, show i'm not used I'm to like, yeah this is his first time he, he's got it he's, he's a, i'm not used to uh master. sitting at the end of the table it's, it's getting yeah. messed up yeah the last time we did a podcast right at this table right here <clears throat> Keith was like the drummer for Motley Crue over there with his hands beating the table. <laughs> I was took... calling him Hulk Smash. He was putting his point in. So <laughs> but he's doing pretty good now. Uh, I you, I, 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 it's helped me realize how bad everybody else really is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got my hands in my pocket and I got one foot on top of the other. And I'm, I'm like, man, you guys are really noisy. You're terrible. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But now going back to what we were talking about, um, definitely being out here though, you know, Mr. Keith, your place is, is, it's awesome. And for those who are listening that, you know, uh, haven't had the chance to come out here, man, I highly recommend it. 
um, if you can get in. Because, I mean, just this out here in this Alabama here, I mean, you see some of these pines, like these places, you're like, this this is it. Um, you know, this place is awesome. The lodge is, is, is great. It's what you want. It's not one of those, and I say this with the utmost respect, it's not one of those big places where they're going to charge like eight grand because you're paying for them to keep the lights on. This is like that home feeling. You come in here, you just feel it like from day one, welcome. And it's not, you know what I mean? And, and from what I gathered is that's how you like it and you try to keep it. And then it, it makes it for a, a great place for sure. So I do appreciate that. And just being around, you know, good people, like you said, that, that changes everything. And killing a buck in an hour and a half set. Yeah. Really. Oh, I'll be back next year. You're just gonna, <laughs> you're just gonna keep bringing that up, are hey, you? You know, <clears throat> that's the most important part. Is just uh, I can't tell you how many friends that I've made over the years. You know, got lasting relationships from people, and uh, just like what you just said, that was the whole point of it. Because we want to get to know you. Now, when you first get here, I can't remember your name, but I'm going to give you a nickname or something. <laughs> but by the end of it, I know who you are, you know, and uh, kind of get to know each other personally. And um, the hunting and the other stuff is just kind of like the icing on the cake, you know. So we uh, we appreciate everybody that comes. I mean, we we don't take you for granted, you know, and that's a big thing. So Yeah, it's it, the, <clears throat> hunting here at Piney Woods and you follow here, it is – it's a small small group. You can have your own group come in, and it's like hunting on your own private property, you know, with a chef. And just Keith and Ronette, of the owners of this place, it, it's, it, they're just super good people, and they're not just running you in like cattle. You know, they care about what they're doing, and you you will find that out if you show up here. There's no doubt in my mind. You can tell that just by looking at the land and how managed this land is. And and what the first time we came up here over the summer I thought was really cool was it. I've been all around Alabama, but this part was neat with the pine woods. And then you go down in some hardwood bonds that looks exactly like where I hunt in Kentucky. And then you have your open fields and it's just. Every sit could look different, but every sit looks manicured. Where I was sitting tonight looked like you guys are mowing that with them. Oh my gosh. Golf course mowers. Yeah, dude, that, beautiful. That food plot is just insanely green. Yeah. It is it's gorgeous down there. Yeah. It so you could just see by the work that's being put in and, and I know over the summer we went through and you showed me some of the things you plant for doves and then where you have some stuff for turkeys and your deer and it's just I mean, this is really well thought out, and this is year-round work for you guys. It's not just through deer season. Yes, sir. It's a job. <laughs> it is a job. But you know what? Ain't, no, ain't nothing better than doing something that you love, you know, for a living. So I, I, I wish that for everybody. I wish everybody could enjoy what they do and be happy and, and uh, just think about how the world be a better place, you know, so – yeah, there there is no doubt coming to this place that you can tell you guys love every bit of what you do here. We do, we do, and we enjoy Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he's been a uh, Kyle has caught he's caught it pretty rough for a few days, <laughs> but uh, he's a good guy. And uh, I appreciate you, Mister Keith. I do you too. You We're guys, just trying to break him in a little yeah, bit. I know it. He's been a good sport, and he's put up with it, and. Uh, Heck, he had to sit by Adam for 
two or three days, and I know he had to think, man, if I mess up, this guy's going to pound me on the head. <laughs> <laughs> that's why That's why I was trying to sweep Adam those quaaludes today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The, I didn't shoot- give him enough. <laughs> Apparently. The shooting houses here are fairly large, and uh, I guarantee you Kyle had no room to move because that NFL <laughs> linebacker was sitting next to him. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we were pretty cozy. I, yeah. I could just move the camera around. Because yeah. <laughs> he takes up a little bit of space. <laughs> but but seriously, these, these are some beautiful sits that we had. Uh, me and Adam, you know, had the pleasure to sit a few different stands while we hunted, and each of them was just picturesque, you know, just a beautiful food plot, and these just rode pines on each side of us everywhere we went and uh each sit you were just like man a giant could walk out anytime so really we were ready at each spot and it, it felt good and you know just like these guys are saying you could tell that you really put a lot of work into this place and you have and you have pride into it so it was a pleasure to get to see it you know down there at those duck ponds those those are beautiful um and just getting to ride around a little bit it, it was it was a good time seeing this place Thank you. Yeah. We really appreciate that. And we're giving Kyle a hard time because he's the camera guy, and I got a hard time every time when I was a camera guy, so I'm trying to break him in. But <laughs> he is doing a good job. I think you guys are going to like this episode. But if you do live in Florida, Kyle is single. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about him. that. Yeah. Here we Whoa. go again. A female <laughs> in Florida. But you got to hunt or be okay with it. Cause you're gonna be gone, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. There Your we father go. can own yeah. a little bit of land. Yeah, you're between 25 and 30. There we go. Yeah. No, you got no, a 401k tic- started. Yeah, no TikTok. <laughs> yeah, no TikTok videos. Remember, no TikTok yeah, girls. That's, right. that's what we talked about. Yeah. Classy, just, just you classy. know, something a little yeah. classy. Maybe read a book, sit down, mm. and just hang out. Mm. Yeah. Wait, wait, I feel like you're starting to ask for too yeah, much, Kyle. You know, you gotta you gotta shoot for the stars. You know what I'm saying? So when you say classy, you mean able to skin a deer or gut one? I mean, what is that classy to you? I think classy is... If her dad is, uh, owns 1,500 acres, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jordan. That's as classy as classy gets. No, no, she just needs to be interested in trying some wild game recipes. You know, I'll bring it into the table. So she's got to cook. And if she could tan a hide, you know, make some clothing, <laughs> that, that would be wonderful as well. I've been really wanting a buckskin vest. Uh, and if I get a mountain goat in the next few years, I would love a mountain goat vest. Cause, man, can you imagine how warm that thing would be? Oh, yeah. I imagine you know? it'd be pretty warm. Man, yeah. be, you need a coonskin cap too so, while you're at it. I'm not asking for too much, but there's just a few things that, you know, right. are, are real green flags to me. Right on. So, <laughs> right on. You're looking for Pocahontas. Hey. <laughs> Maybe, maybe her uh, one of her distant cousins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Kyle, you want to tell us a little bit about you? I mean, how'd you get into camera work? And uh, well, I just got into camera work um, from the guiding industry. I've been guiding for about eight years now, and um, I was guiding for an outfit uh, actually in New Zealand, um, where Adam's family's from, and we had a full-time videographer there. And every once in a while, he wouldn't be able to make a hunt or he wouldn't be able to film the last day. So he'd give me a quick tutorial on the camera and say, hey, man, you need to get these shots. And me and him became really good friends. And on the weekends, I'd go help him film documentaries and stuff. He, he was a He's a really good cameraman over there. His name's Struan Purdy. He filmed some pretty good stuff. But uh, anyway, when I moved back from New Zealand, um, I guided over 
in Colorado, and one night I was I was off that night, and I didn't have to guide that next morning. And the show Last of the Breed with Laramie Miller, they were in the same area, and he was at a bonfire I was at. We have a mutual friend, and his camera guy's like, hey, you should come call for us tomorrow since you're not guiding. I said, okay, yeah, I'll come call for you. And we had a really good time hunting, and we called in a couple bulls, and we never did put anything down in Colorado, but that led to them inviting me on another hunt in Montana, and that led to Laramie asking me if I wanted to be a camera guy all last year. And um, Jordan's really good friends with my family friend Terry and really got to be really good friends with my dad, and Mm -hmm. that's how me and Jordan got hooked up and, yeah, been filming. So You've just been catching shit from him ever since. That's it. You know, yeah, we we hit it off right away, you know, kind of kind of that he's almost like a big brother figure to me, so he's got to give me a hard time all the time and you got to well, hold on a second. You give it right back. It's not like you sit there and take it. You just give it back in your own way. Now to you listeners out there, you know, it's all how you paint the picture and <laughs> I'm as sweet as sweet can be. And you should see the attitude on him when he doesn't get his snacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah man tell me about the first time we went hunting together that was it he's talking about eating and i'm like it's only 9 30 in the morning no it's always like noon (laughs) i said hey man are we gonna eat i mean yeah that's the first thing he said we were putting him through the paces the first time i filmed for uh billy catfish parker was a turkey hunt and that's what he did to me he said i guess he said it to himself i don't know who he said it to now but we went turkey hunting we get out there before daybreak, you know, trying to find a bird, can't find a bird. Anyways, we hunt all day and didn't kill that bird till I guess it was probably 4.30, 4.45 in the afternoon and never stopped. And then, so we got all that footage done, got done. He's like, all right, I'll hire you back. You didn't complain. You didn't ask about lunch. <laughs> wink, wink there, Kyle. I don't remember what, what were we filming water. the first time that we filmed. I don't remember uh, i guess it had to be a hog hunt we had to been traveling somewhere because i would i would have nah, went Florida. through the ringer with you Our, i remember when you showed up to my house when i met you the first time yeah. y'all were coming we, down we, to turkey hunt we went yeah. hog hunting then we went turkey hunting yeah and you walked was in the, it that same trip and then we went to alabama and turkey hunting. yeah That's you walked right. in the kitchen and the first thing you were like man what's for dinner Remember that? Yeah. you like to eat just a minute getting a reputation you know <laughs> maybe there's actually maybe, a video Maybe it's out of sight, out of mind. Oh, that, come on, man, that you can watch where you're making a peanut butter sandwich or whatever. So uh, that was a part of the skit. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was a necessity. That looked real. It, it needed to make it look like I was doing something uh, in the skit, so I just thought. And I think Jordan suggested making a sandwich, and I said, "All right, that sounds yeah." Because all you do is talk about food all day. Well, every break, Adam, he was licking that peanut butter, <laughs> taking spoons full of it, rolling up bread. No, it, but it calmed my nerves. <laughs> but joking aside, we, we give each other a hard time, and, and you guys know from seeing Kyle this week, he's definitely a hard worker. He gets after it, and you can't break his attitude. And that's why I keep wanting him to come back with me. He he picks up my attitude, tries to keep me in the right state of mind, and try to surround yourself with people that push you. So, yeah, so y'all, y'all definitely feed off each other. Yeah, so he gets a hard time from me, but I think he knows I respect him, and I want to see him succeed, and... I wanted to be a part of this team and for a long time. Jay, how'd you get involved with this Motley crew? We can't tell that uh, man, outlaw I story. Can't even remember. <laughs> I don't know. I met Jordan through the outdoor industry, you know, 
another show and we just hit it off and become friends and you know we've been turkey hunting together and you know deer hunting together and whatnot and it's been a pleasure it's been a lot of fun first time i met jay took me gator hunting i went and killed a gator with him oh yeah that is true yeah yeah somebody told somebody told jordan i had an extra tag and he called me out of the blue you know and i'm like i didn't know who he was you know i'm like hey you want to come kill a gator come on you know so i met him a couple days later and we got on the boat and went and went and caught a gator you know and and after that was over uh you know the friendship continued and here we are right now you know mm-hmm. and i'll tell you this hunt just this, this week you know jordan killed a pretty good 10 point here and uh it was a it was a pleasure to hunt with him you know it was a lot of fun man yeah we'll forget about that deer but jay and i sitting yeah. in that stand together that's what we're going to talk about the whole time yeah the, the, we'll talk yeah. about that forever and if for anybody that watches this episode you guys will see in the celebration how epic it was for these guys because i don't think you could see any more pure joy coming from two guys it was <laughs> you know and i'm not that cat you know i don't i don't normally get like that until i get there you know and i actually looked at the footage and could see it in me you know which is you know it was awesome i mean it was a lot of fun man i'll say you can it is evidently clear how excited you were yeah it? yeah jordan made a great shot on the deer and epic footage of the deer coming into us and keep patting my back come on keep going <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm I'm here not pat- tell him how far <laughs> Look, he's gonna start rubbing it and don't forget long. you grunted him in I, you yeah, grunted him well, in yeah i'm not taking any credit for that but i'm telling you tell him how far it was, it was <laughs> well it was a great shot it was 27 yards <laughs> neck shot it, oh come it was, on now 27 we yards. were doing so good Jay. <laughs> did he hit it on that shot yeah, no he had to jack another one in there and hammer him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, had to, they had to put the leash on it and walk it out a little yeah. bit oh that's back. right i had to shoo it away from us he shot it again <laughs> now it was a 185 yard neck shot it that's was right. a, it was impressive Mm-hmm. And I closed both eyes. I doubted the fact that he hit him, <laughs> but he said he hammered him, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But the deer was laying there dead, and we got there. So, but it was a lot of fun, man. It it worked out real good, and the footage we got was <laughs> was was good. I was concerned about the camera wasn't on, and we oh, I was concerned about it too. We got to giggling about it in the stand and in, in the in the shooting house, and man, it was a lot of fun, you know, and. My thing is, I, I love this place right here um, that I got at, and I love the people that own it. And it's just, it's so much fun, man. This place is great. Well, you know, we here sitting here together, these guys just met Adam for the first time. I've got to hunt with him a little bit. You guys are just meeting Kyle for the first time, but we all speak the same language. Absolutely. Not to throw like a primos thing out there, but we really do. And, and that's why we can come here and, and leave as friends, and we all have the same passion. And you see it when Kyle shot his first hog. I was fired up for him. When Adam came and killed a hog with me, I was fired up for him. And I shot my deer this week, and you could see Jay's fired up for me. We're all, you know, we're all cheering each other on, wanting each other to be successful. And oh, absolutely. So those those those, uh, those people are who I try to surround myself with. Edit, really? edit that stutter out. <laughs> <laughs> That's that moonshine, yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> That one little glass. Just real quick on that, though. When you guys do get a chance to check out that video, um, that's like what we were talking about earlier, Mr. Keith's Place. Like, that is picture perfect 
looking through those woods, seeing that deer come over there after that grunt, looking around for a fight. And it's just like that right there. I mean, that, that's some beautiful stuff. So that's just kind of a, a peek of what we got to experience for the week. So, you know, definitely check that out. Yeah, it, it is. This, this is the way this place is, man. And like I said earlier, it's, it's small groups, you know, we're not, we're not running 40 people through here and, and Keith is he's he keeps small groups and it's just it's an absolute pleasure to hunt at this place you know you're not going to get that big production hunt you know where everybody's just getting run around in circles when you get ready to eat at night the food the chef here's good he's incredible and you know we you sit down at the table there's you and your boys that are just sitting here talking about the hunt and you know it's it's or listening to uh, Mr. Keith's stories about back in the yeah. day, yeah, yeah, yeah. piling up deer. Yeah, Keith's got some good stories. I'm going to tell you right now, he's exhausted, tired, because it's getting towards the end of the season. And him and Jamie, have been they've been working themselves to death, but he's uh, he's sitting over there smiling right now. But it's, You know, it's funny. <clears throat> we take you out and put you in the stand, and everybody thinks we just go back and nap the whole time. We don't have nothing to do, and oh, this is what I want to do for a living. That's what, you know, and I'm like, you got no idea, my man. I mean, it is, it's work the whole time, but you know, it's fun and it's enjoyable, but it's work because you got to, if you don't, the next group's going to get, I mean, they're just going to, going to be highly disappointed and that's what you, I, I don't want to see someone disappointed. I mean, you know, you come and you, I tell everybody, I, I don't sugarcoat it. You can come and not see nothing, but you're going to know that we're putting in the time, you know, and that we're, we're working for it. So we're working for you. So that's what it's all about, you know. And I, and I can second that. You did say that. And then uh, at, at, towards the end of this trip, that's definitely what it was. I mean, you made sure there's food, good food for us to eat. You made sure, like, snacks. You made Oh, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, the screw Get him, Kyle. Kyle, I'm, I'm, I'm having I'm yeah. having flashbacks of earlier. <laughs> you thought that was you, huh? <laughs> oh, Kyle kicking the freaking stand. Oh, <laughs> Kyle, these, are, <laughs> these are sheet metal. You can't move like that. <laughs> but uh, nah, and and, and uh, I will say you held true to what you said. Like it was a great time, and like you said, it's part of hunting, man. And like I said, I. It's almost like you said earlier. It's like your own little hunt cap. You come here with your, your with, the, with your friends, and you just can can be yourself and have a good time. And you know, um, all you guys are great to be around. You take it seems like you take everybody in, and, and until they do you wrong, everybody's kind of fair. And uh, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. So I, I hope definitely it's something we talk about and come back to because. I know there's still a monster out there with my name on it. It's just going to be with a bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that rifle. I felt uncomfortable with that rifle. <laughs> hey, you bring it on. Just bring it on. Yeah, you don't run this this outfit for 25-plus years and have repeat customers every year unless you're really treating it the way you are and, and, and being genuine. And there wasn't one thing here that, you know, like, like Adam said, right from the beginning, you were like, I can't guarantee y'all the biggest buck in Alabama, but I'll guarantee y'all a good time. I guarantee by the time y'all leave here, you know I'm going to try everything I could for you. I feel that way. Yeah. Of course, I'm going home with a buck. <laughs> <laughs> it might have a tag in its ear or whatever. But it's cool. 
Still yeah. got the rope tied around his horse. <laughs> yeah. You know it's real genuine when you show up here at 4.45 in the morning, you're still kind of half asleep, and Mr. Keith is in here. He's already got you a pot of coffee going. He's excited to see you. He's got breakfast in the dang stove for you. I mean, you're just yeah, he's set got, up like a king first got, thing in the morning. Got them biscuits and sausage and all that, man, sitting there ready to eat. Yeah, I highly recommend killing on the first night and sleeping in until about 7.30 and then come get breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I try to do that. And by the way, before this gets kind of pushed the wrong way, Gotta just be clear, disclaimer, that deer did not have a tag in the series. <laughs> it was not released uh, by I Jamie wasn't. over there. No, was it? That's just pure pure hate. That's all that <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but uh no, it was a great deer. Um, hey, it was it's, awesome. It's that- also a good lesson. Don't pass up on the first day what you would shoot on the last day. Because it yeah. is hunting. Yeah. yeah. And the weather exactly can change. Right. The weather can change and you cannot see nothing. And I've seen that happen when guys come here and they're like, man, I was in the stand 30 minutes, and I seen a nice buck. And I'm like, I'm not going to shoot it because, you know. Then yeah. I'm like, brother, you just might have messed up. And uh, that's what happened. Because when you're in Alabama, I mean, the weather can change anytime. So if you're going to if you're gonna do it, do it. So. Jay's laughing at me over here because he already knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, you're gonna if shoot, you watch go my show, <laughs> I shoot. ain't passed the deer yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that, Mr. Keith, because uh, – a good friend of mine, he's a captain of the fire department. We hunt in Missouri together, and we went out there last year, and it was freezing cold. And this place where we go had some big deer, and he had a nice eight-point, big eight-point come out. And he did the same thing. He said, I'm going to wait. It's day one, sit one. Uh-huh. He said, I'm going to wait. Send me pictures, and it was nice. And then we didn't see another thing for another for that whole week. Yep. And it was like, man, I should have shot it. But like I said, you, that, I mean, that would have been a nice deer on the wall. But yep. you, just, you start getting picky. He's like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. Like you said, weather's like us here. The weather changed. It got hot. We didn't start blowing in. The storm might be coming. It was like them deer said, nah, I'm done. Yeah, we're finished. <laughs> we're finished here, you know. Oh, yeah. My wife did that in Texas last year, you know. Big old, you know, at least 150-inch deer. And it was the first day. And I was telling her, I'm like, you better shoot that deer out there. And I didn't have a rifle with me, you know. I'm, you better shoot that deer. No, no, I'll wait. I want something bigger. Well, she left without a deer, and there was a good argument in, in the shooting house. I was like, give me the rifle, give me the rifle, give me the rifle. She's like, you know, but, yeah. Don't. We're going elk hunting with uh, Kyle here, hopefully, in September. And that was the first thing I said to him when I bucked. I said, Kyle, if you guide me or you're filming me, just be ready, because the first legal one that comes by, I'm shooting. I don't care what he looks like. Man, any, legal. Elk, any elk's a good elk. Yeah. That's true. It's so, all about, especially with your bow, you know. Yeah. It's all about payload, man. Those things eat good, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. And it sounds like you're starting up uh, next season to maybe triumph this season because you had a jam up season this season. Yeah, I don't think I can. Uh, I went. We, I, was, I was thinking about it when I was sitting in the stand tonight, and I was kind of saying a couple little thank yous to the good Lord above for this season. It, it was definitely a blessing. I don't know that we can repeat it. I killed uh seven i think it was seven bucks in seven states nine deer total i didn't travel anywhere where i didn't kill a deer and my longest sit of the year was three days jeez yeah i thought you were gonna say a year (laughs) (laughs) hour and 15 minutes that was not the quickest i I did see that coming too i killed Mm. in uh 
Kentucky 30 minutes into the set. Jeez. Which makes it tough for, for guys like Kyle and and Shane who helped film this year when, man, when you go and kill in 30 minutes, there's a lot you got to do to get footage to tell that story. So it made it tough, but they got to figure that out. I was going to kill it <laughs> in the first <laughs> five minutes. We can redo everything else. No, I, I I went Kentucky killed, South Dakota killed, uh, then went to Michigan killed, Ohio, Texas, here, Florida. It just, everywhere, everywhere I went, I was blessed. I don't think I can repeat it. But if I kill a big old screaming bull next year or a big old screaming spike. <laughs> well, you're not going to kill a screaming spike if you're in Colorado. What is, what and is I won't be with you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't the, know who he is. What's the, what's the restrictions in Colorado? I don't even know. It's got to it's got to be four on one side, or it's got to have at least six inch brow tines. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it could be a, it, it needs to be a branched antlered bull uh, with six inch brow tines. Yeah, I filmed all kinds of Colorado, but I never paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to know it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if it's got four on one side, just let First it fly. First one, four on one side. Let it fly, you know. It, it's always risky judging a six-inch brow tine, um, but it's really not that long if you think about it. Um, but you see them, you'll know. You'll know as long as you don't get too excited. That's what the guide's for. Can I <laughs> yeah. shoot? Can I not? <laughs> yeah, sometimes the guide's not right there over your shoulder, you know. Sometimes he's going to say, hey, man get in front of this tree, I'm dropping back, and that bull's going to come right through this lane, make it happen, you know, and he'll he'll give you all the coaching he can before he drops back. You know? Well, I'll know if it has four on one side because that's what Jay and I were in the stand and we're glassing that deer, and I said, yep, he's got more than three. He's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> he came out. So Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to see them when they got nice nice branch side. If it's a buck or a bull or whatever, you can you can see a good one when you you know it when you see them, you know. Yeah, it was just a bonus. He had he was a ten point. <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Jordan put Jordan put the glass on him. He said he said, Buck, shooter buck. Immediately. I was like, Well dang, let me look at him first. He then made his mind up. <laughs> Three on one side, boys. He's dying. <laughs> but I saw him, I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that you can shoot. <laughs> it was funny in, in the in the video you know we're shooting a video and he says he says should i kill him right there and i'm like yes should i kill yes yeah. <laughs> yes well, right the, there in the video when you watch it if you listen closely before he even finished that sentence you say yes, yes. Like, should i yes yeah i mean that deer was grunted into the field and it, he got there to in the wire grass and uh stopped and i was like well if that joker don't see no deer on his field he's leaving and jordan said should i i mean yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. i think mr keith over there agreed with you he he agreed with me shooting him right there i mean yeah. everybody you guys knowing these deer you know and and that's why we got back and all that i was asking you age and different things because i'm just trying to learn everything i can about deer in every state i go to and now you you said we did the right thing. Oh yeah, that buck was. Uh, this time of the year is business, you know. I mean, they're they're serious. They're looking for they're looking for a doe, or they're looking for another buck, something to whoop, you know. So either a date or a fight, one or the other. So. <laughs> it's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes in there. You know, I tell everybody, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. It's not like what you see on TV where the 
where he walks out there and they talk about him for 30 minutes and they tell you his nickname and all that. I mean, just like that, Buck, you know, we had, we, we, we have Verizon cameras out and that field there, we keep a camera year round because we hog hunt, we turkey hunt and we deer hunt there. I mean, it's just, it's just game on when you get there. So that buck had never been seen. That didn't, and the, and the buck that was killed the day before had the same stand. We didn't have no pictures of him. So I mean, you know, they're they're serious this time of the year, and you got to be ready. You got to be sitting there. And you got to be ready. And uh, and your wife made me feel like I'm I made a mistake and shot her buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's good to fun. know that she that deer is never seen. <laughs> yeah, she had a little fun with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's just. Uh, Stay off your phone. If I can give you a, a good tip. This is a tip before the break. <laughs> Stay off your telephone. If you're going to watch movies, <laughs> watch them at the house of the night before. You know That's when, a fact because we'll, we'll have guys come in on Saturday, you know, or if Sunday they're hunting. Then they, they're talking in the lodge, and you know their phone is 100%, right? And we'll tell them, don't be out there on the phone. They'll come back after, you know, three or four hours sit and their phone is dead. They've been out there watching college football, you know, or watching Adam hit somebody, knock somebody's head off for Tampa Bay. You know, it's just like, man, y'all, y'all have just, you know, you're going to miss a deer because they show up just in the tick and be gone. But it's a fact. Well, I know we're going to take a break here in a second. Uh, Mr. Keith's been working all day, but what do you have coming up as far as, uh, uh, turkey hunts go or do you have any available we, availability we have there? a little bit left on our turkey hunts and we've got a little bit left on our spring hog hunts okay. and we're booking for the fall now so i will tell you we sat somewhere in uh was that this morning yeah that was this morning Man, five mile yeah five mile and that that morning hit and it lit up in there and, him, and kyle and i both were like oh, that's a turkey that's a turkey that's a different turkey and we're almost forgot i was Deer hunting, and I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go see if we can get these turkeys over here. <laughs> well, see, that tells you how much the weather's changed. Because yeah. I mean, it's already done got to that point where they're gobbling, and we ain't even close to turkey season. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, they don't need to be doing that right now. Cause Y'all got be... some good long beards here, oh, too. Yeah, Man, I tell you so. what, that five hey. mile road property. I'm a I'm a big turkey hunter. I'd rather turkey hunt deer hunt. And that place over there, man, has got a just a gaggle of gobblers, man. It's loaded with turkeys. Yeah, we got to help Kyle out here. He's looking a little confused. Gobblers and long beards. What? <laughs> oh, come this on. Is what y'all call times. Y'all up in north. the south, you know. So we're we going call, after we call some them times up north. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it's called is a time. It's a, a long hen, beard. A hen and a time. And they just happen to have long beards. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say that. Before, if you call to book with Mr. Keith, make sure that it is in Eufaula, Alabama. And if you are booking and you're not talking to Mr. Keith personally to book, you are not booking at Pawnee Woods Hunting Lodge, Eufaula. And you can't can can pay online. So if you're paying online, it's the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, if he's, and if the guy's sending you pictures of monsters, they're not his and not there. <laughs> <laughs> We start a little war here in Alabama. That's okay. Oh, He's an man. Auburn fan over there, Mr. Keith. Oh goodness, not him. Oh, yeah, say I'm not. No. Oh, the other oh, yonder, oh. the other one over yonder. Oh. 
but uh, you can add his his website to the bottom. Yeah, of your description, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah we'll oh, we'll put perfect. it in the description link. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That way we eliminate all the confusion and save y'all some heartache. Yeah. Well, Mr. Keith, I wanted just to say thank you again. You know, you guys have been so hospitable, and we've just had a great time. You know, just coming in here and gathering, and we've had so many laughs these last few days. It's uh, it's been a good time. We've just been smiling, and you guys have just been a good family to bring us in and bring us in as one of your own. So, so thank you again for all your hospitality and uh, we really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. It has been, I truly, I truly do appreciate it. And I appreciate you having us here. It's been, uh, it's been awesome to come up here and meet everybody and meet you and I'll definitely be coming back. Oh yeah. Thank you for sliding me in that honey hole there, Mr. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, well, we appreciate y'all. We enjoy it. Appreciate what you do. And, uh, Appreciate you being great Americans. That's a that's a big thing to me, you know. So I really. It's sad you got to say that these days. Yeah, it is. But man, we're gonna if we start there, we're gonna get off on a tangent. Yeah, we'll, one, yeah. one, we'll get back to that after the break. One side thing before <laughs> break though, and if you do kill a deer, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, if you're gonna get it processed, Mr. Keith is also your man to do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's another thing. If you come out here and kill a deer, you don't have to worry about where it's going or what's getting done. Like I said, it's a one shop stop by this man. It's awesome. I know the guy that came in, uh, he was here the first morning we got here. We weren't hunting, but we had just gotten here. And he took his deer to the processor, and he could not stop raving about That was the cleanest processor he had ever seen in his life. <laughs> yeah, he just over and over and over. Man, that's that's the clean, that's the best processor, the cleanest <laughs> processor I've ever seen in my entire life. Baker Hill Processing. <laughs> and then, the, man, I'll tell you what, there's so, all the sausage he makes and whatnot will knock his socks off. Right? Oh, yeah. And we he'll had take that for care breakfast. of them lining up their taxidermy work and all of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we gotta, gotta, yeah gotta just come that. here. You fall, Alabama. Yeah. You fall. Yeah. Well, we're right. going to take a break and let Mr. Keith go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> We can't reenact that one. Oh no. man, some things weren't meant. Don't for worry, Kyle. Being being for us. Yeah. Don't you worry. I thought about it, and then I was like, ah, I don't know what's going to be said, so I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that. Yeah, that's yeah. Edit that out. yeah. yeah that's we were about to start singing Joe "Friends Rogan in Low Places." Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's over here doing karaoke. Yeah, that's what I told uh, Kyle when he first started filming with me. I said, "Keep her rolling." <laughs> I learned that film in Matt Light. Uh, Matt Light is one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. But he'll pause for a while, and then something else will click in his head, and it's like, then he says it, and it, that's the audio clip they'll use for the show. Yeah, and that's like the audio clip Buck Commander used for some of their intros was Matt Light uh, talking over they were doing this race, and not to get too far into it, but yeah, <laughs> let it roll. You can cut out what you need to cut out. Yeah, yeah. you can chop it. What you, Kyle, how's I'm that just, moonshine doing? I'm just getting my <laughs> mic. Making love to the yeah. mic. I'm just making you? sure that it's, you know, in good position. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did cradle that thing nice. Well, I didn't want to make any noise, and y'all would have hollered at me. For those uh, that missed it, because we we're on break, uh, we started talking about a song. Go ahead and tell them what the song was. Go ahead and sing it a little bit. It was. Uh, you got to do the dance with it. To take it was Brooks. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I'm not not a fan of the, the dance, but I like the song. You don't like that dance? <laughs> yeah, you know it. Oh, my God. We can see you doing it. We should make one later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a Brooks and Dunn. We're, we're sitting in the blind, and then I hear Adam say something, and I said, what'd you say, Adam? 
He, he was, thought a deer was coming. But, <laughs> yeah. Nah, but the sun was going down. He goes, nothing, man. I'm I'm singing. I said, what did he, he said, when the sun goes down. <laughs> I, said, oh. I said, oh, all right. And then uh, me and Jay picked it up on the whole ride home. So Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we went line for line. It was fun. <laughs> now we're getting the whole story. Adam's out there doing TikTok dances. <laughs> yeah. <in the> line. <laughs> I'm over here intently watching, being as quiet as possible. And uh, I hear something. I said, what, what's up, man? What's up? <laughs> When the sun goes <laughs> down. <laughs> on my <side> <laughs> Adam's got a little redneck. He does. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah, that's what y'all also missed. We established that I am white and Adam is black. Yeah. <laughs> and I just came up with Adam's new nickname from, from me. The what? Mocha Redneck. Mr. Keith had him Adam 12 this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's Adam 12. Did you have. He was 57. Yeah. But I don't know where the 12 came from. Oh, You've never seen the show Adam 12? Oh, nope. I lost it. Did you have a nickname? Oh, you weren't playing? here at breakfast, were you? I yeah. don't eat breakfast, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're Adam. the only one that eats breakfast. Uh, <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> Old fire station uh, gonna be rolling. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so me and Jay, we're we're here with a bunch of young kids. Just I know you can't see us because this, on the, but me and Jay are the old ones, and uh, we're here with a bunch of young kids. <laughs> and so Adam comes in, and I said I asked him was his nickname Adam Twelve, you know, and they're all like, "What does that mean?" And me and Jay look at each other like, oh, boy, we're just dated ourselves. So, <laughs> yeah. so if you don't know what Adam 12 means, you need to. You and, then, need to and then we got into yeah. uh, Squad 51. Yeah. You know, Rampart. So. Come in, Rampart. I see, it was kind of funny because, like, walking out, I was standing there watching the TV. And then I realized as soon as he called him Adam 12, I was like, dude, Adam 12 was on the TV when we were, le- <laughs> we were leaving the bug house this morning. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's an old TV show. So that's his nickname's Twelve. Yeah, so, really. But it didn't I, have nothing to do with a football number like Jordan. Jordan was like, wait, his number was what? Fifty-seven? <laughs> yeah, that went <laughs> over my head. Yeah, well, <laughs> Adam Twelve. Did you have a nickname playing? Um, a lot, man. I had Wood, Adrian, all sorts of just just because of the way you hit. Killer. Yeah, Adrian. A train. Oh, said Adrian like I'm Rocky. Shine down. With the moon down. Step away from the glass. He hasn't even drinking any of it. He just smelled it. Yeah. He's half a shot into the moon. I've just had such a good time this week. That's all. That's it. Yeah, it's 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 actually been a real enjoyable time to sit down here and all of us decompress and get 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 it all off our back and just have a drink and just hang out. Cause it's been, it actually has been fun, man. We've we've really bonded, and I that sounded bad. No, no, we, you know, <laughs> no, for real. You know no, what we you're have though. No. People don't have a lot of time for that camaraderie anymore, and you need that. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at these young kids, and and they're consumed with their self and their their gadgets, and this this is where you make friends. You know. I mean, this is where you, you get to know somebody and you get to know about them. And everybody's got a story, you know. And um, we're all just trying to make it and survive, right? And uh, that's what it's about. So you get to know people and get to know the backstory about their lives. And it's just pretty neat, all the stuff that you – I mean, we're all from different parts of the country. But here we are sitting in Barber County, Alabama, you know. And uh, 
I think we're friends from now on. I really do. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so that's exactly what, what you said is right, Jay. It is kind of crazy how you can come in here and what we're technically two full days into this and you've met people you've never met before in your life and you just feel like you've made a lifelong friend out of somebody. Yeah, and you realize we we all feel the same way, you know. I mean, it's not like what was portrayed in the country. I mean, we feel the same way. <clears throat> we all want the same thing. We all want we all want to be happy. We all want to be safe. We want to be able to raise our families like that. And uh, I mean, yes, Adam, he is black, and <laughs> Jordan is the white, white, white guy. <laughs> but the, you know what? That don't matter, right? The ginger I mean, Viking. I was I mean, so white just, growing up. They called me see through and clear. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I mean, we're and Adam's over here kicking out, some, singing some garbage, some yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooks and Dunn, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Here. So, I mean, we're all we're all the same, you know. And uh, I, I, that's that's why I do this, you know. I mean, I, I ain't lying. I've met some great, great people and some great Americans, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. I've met some really good people here. I mean, you know, it's been it's been a great experience for me to. Uh, guide here it's you know just meet the people that that come here and and like he said i still get texts from people from three four years ago ask me about the hunting and this and that and the other and it's uh it, it's it's a it's been an absolute pleasure keith i appreciate it yeah well i do too man i do too you know i mean like you said you get to decompress you know you get to come here and Cause, uh, boy, I tell you, it's tough out there in the real world. And so you get to come here and you get to be friends and you get to, I mean, it's so peaceful. Like right now, Jay had to shut the door, but it's, it's raining outside and there's a tin roof on here. And I mean, it's just like, I don't want to go nowhere else. Yeah, it's heaven. Yeah, yeah. It's heaven. It that's is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it exactly is. what I was thinking sitting out there. I mean, I didn't see a deer or a squirrel or nothing tonight and I didn't care. I just enjoyed sitting out there. You have to spend some time with God and sit out there, and it's just beautiful, and get to be thankful for this week. Yeah, uh, too. What I sat that stand, you sat this afternoon, a couple afternoons, and I don't, I don't know if it's been the way. I didn't really pay attention to some other stands, but just the way that stand set faces and the sun setting in those pine trees in front of it. Oh my gosh, sun sunsets are gorgeous out of that stand. Mm-hmm. Yep, I mean it's just just a pattern of life, you know. Then you got Kyle over here. He's knocking back the, 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 well, I don't know if I really need to say it, but he's enjoying himself. (laughs) Y'all are, y'all are instigators. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say, but I love it. Nobody made you do anything. (laughs) That Alabama black belt (laughs) corn liquor. (laughs) Yep. Listen, I know he took that, uh, that pre-workout this morning and on the way to standing, he's like, dude, I can feel it in my face. <laughs> he's like, that, that's he's like, Adam. he's like, my face is tingling. It was, that's good, Adam. it was good stuff, man. I was locked in on that blind. Total war. Total war. Yeah, don't butcher it. I've called it everything but total war all day today. <laughs> Sorry, right. you gave me quailos or whatever. Quayla. <laughs> Total War, we are looking for sponsorship. And, and, and Quayla Nootropics will take some from you as well. Yeah, I knew I knew I was in trouble. I was I got here for breakfast this morning, you know, they showed up and they're eating this pre workout stuff, you know. I'm like, what in the heck is that? You know? 
and we're riding over to the property where they're going to hunt this morning. Kyle grabs me by the shoulder. He's like, eh, my face is numb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, I need some of that, you know. But it was funny. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. And he's back. Well, of course, Kyle, he's high active anyway, you know. He's just, he's got a lot of energy, you know. It was, it was fun. We've had a great time, I have to tell you. This has been one of my favorite trips, you know. I know we got headed back from the blind one of the other mornings. I'm thinking, damn, quiet. Kyle's awful quiet this morning. What's, I look over there and Kyle's just sitting straight up. I mean, you can't even, it looks like he's awake, but his eyes are closed. He's dead asleep. <laughs> we get back, he's like, I really needed that. <laughs> I was meditating. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so Adam, I got to ask you, man. So I'm a big NFL fan, like everybody, you know, and, uh, I consider myself a trash talker. How much trash is talked on that field on Sunday, man, when all you killers are out there? Um, <clears throat> there's a lot, but as you can tell from me being on here, I don't like talking trash. That's my go-to, man. My, I, I, I can uh, talk with the best of them. And um, that's the one thing I do miss about football is uh, when we talk trash and – that's like the only time you can actually punch somebody in their face and not get in trouble. They just right. separate you and say, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> so those are some of my, like the best moments is getting in a fight and literally punching somebody in the face. Right. They, you know, they got a helmet on or whatever, but just punch harder. But still, you get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, it, it was fun. And that's kind of what got me into the firefighting thing is uh, just being able to be around the guys and girls. Cause we do have some girls. Um, and just being able to run your mouth and just, but you have fun because, you know, you're there with these people for 24 hours. Yeah. So we yeah. cook, we clean, we get there in the morning, you clean, then we go to the store and get the food we're going to cook. And so you're around people when you're around them, you get to know them, you get to talk crap. So that's, a, that's kind of why I did that. And I mean, football was, I mean, I was, I, like I said, I was good at it. I was good at running my mouth. I think I still hey. am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. <clears throat> yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty average. <laughs> I cannot imagine the banter, all these hours y'all sit together. <laughs> yeah. I get to go back and watch it. I did it. Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff yeah, going on camera. There's, there's, there's some good stuff. stuff. Yeah, I know. That, that might be why we didn't see deer, though. I don't know. I don't know if it was the weather or the fact that. There was yeah. a few times we just busted out laughing until we almost cried. I don't even know what we were laughing I about. I don't know. Dude, I know. <laughs> At one time, my Adderall kicked in, and I was just like, <laughs> Kyle, said, get this on camera. You ready? <laughs> Come on, man. That's <laughs> why uh, <laughs> so I was like, bro, we got to get you some nootropics, man. We gotta <laughs> get yeah. After that, he's like, no, you got to try these nootropics, Quelo things or whatever. I was like, all right. So this morning, give it to me. He's like, how they do? I go, man, they suck. <laughs> so you couldn't tell? I was trying not to go to sleep. <laughs> so wait, hold on. I got to put this in perspective. You got to see these two guys. They're both just cut up. You know, they're workout guys. But so. they look like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do better than that, Mr. King? Come on. Oh, hey, well, I'll tell you this. If if you follow Common Man Outdoors, you will see what we're talking about because they were doing a photo shoot with <laughs> with with Jordan's buck and his sponsors and this and that and the other. And Jordan says, "Hey, 
Adam, can you put Kyle up on your shoulders to, <laughs> to get a, a shot from up above? And Adam grabbed him literally by the collar and threw him up on his shoulders. You know, it was, you know. It's the equivalent of us picking up a loaf of bread is what I said. Yeah. Man, he, I just said, hey, I need a little bit more height. I'd like to get, get this, you know, sponsor logo here. Next thing I know, I'm on Adam's shoulders. I said, oh, that'll work. <laughs> I think I even heard him. Wee! Yeah, we, got, yeah. we got we got the shot. We got the shot. We had to get we got it. the shot. Yeah, Jordan, what was the sponsor? That was for versus skins. Yeah. yeah. We had to make sure we got it. Yeah. So That's right. We had to get a good picture, and the only way to get you up higher was just to throw you up there. Man, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, you gotta, look, they were happy with it. I sent it to them, and they were fired up about it. So That's teamwork. They'll get to see the behind-the-scenes shot. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's right. We work together around here. <laughs> yeah, I took, I took a picture. I took a picture from behind y'all. Yeah, we sent see, it to yeah. Jordan. It was, oh, it's so funny, man. It was funny. You know? So what do you weigh about? 14 pounds it looked like it you know? i stepped on the scale the other tell, day at tell one, him, tell one him, yeah go ahead 167 baby big, big come guy. on big now. Guy. i outweigh him by 100 pounds i felt pretty good yeah, you got you got to give kyle some props at 167 and kyle's like what five eight i'm, Ooh, a, I'm a, stretch it I'm a a yeah with my cowboy boots for on all, <laughs> for all the for all the bow hunters out there his draw is 27 inches so oh that's lord how, so that's 27 and a half no quarter <laughs> <laughs> so that lets you know how big he come is. on people come on i you know i like to think that uh i was made at a perfect size you fun know. size Hey, Adam says he's 100 pounds over him. I got you by 100. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you right now, I got $100 to see y'all wrestle. No. Nope. Uh, nope. no see, people can't see, but. But Mr. Keith has got that that country. He, he that's country strong. You he, he got that. He's got, he I got, got that. Strong. Yeah, I got big hands, but yeah. he got sausage. I'm gonna tell you right now. He's got that hillbilly. He's got that hillbilly whip ass. Yeah, him. I'm gonna promise you. Yeah. Those are the those are the ones that will fight to the end. Yes, sir. Say, All right, I don't think going. you can hurt him a lick. I don't think you can knock him out with a two by four. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, he's the kind that will smile yeah. at you when you hit him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, that's what you got. That's what you got. I'm fixing to kill you. Hey, hey, like like, like uh, my grandpa used to say, boy, you just let me get back to my truck. I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I'm not interested, though, Adam. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not interested. Oh, I want to see Adam throw Keith on his shoulders. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we just be friends. <laughs> just be friends. That works for me. But you know, Kyle, you're a good sport. I give that to he you. He is, man. You are. You're a good sport. He's first, a good guy. First time I met Kyle, I was like, I like this dude. You yeah, know? It I was, like It was too. a lot of fun, man. We. Yeah. He's just a good dude, man. Got a great attitude. Great attitude. Go getter and just yeah. always keeps things going and and uh I'm done talking about well, it. Well, I, I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the kind words. No, I really do. Now the uh, <clears throat> first time I hunted with Kyle was uh when we went to uh, Jordan invited me out to shoot some hogs and just get some footage and stuff for the show and I come up and Kyle and I just kinda of start talking. And it was a small world because he had said something about a place he guided and I had said something about going to a place out there and ended up being the same place. And we had a mutual friend uh, that's uh, no longer with us, but it was just a small world. Cause he's like, yeah, dude, I, 
you know, Tim and this person that we were talking about. And he's like, he talked about you all the time. And it was just kind of cool because that's how God puts people in your life for a reason, you know. Yep. And uh, I don't even know how many years now it's been maybe, I don't know, 10 years or so, maybe. Since Tim's passed? Yeah. I, it's got to only be maybe five years five, now. But yeah. since I've been in Texas. Oh, hunting, yeah. yeah oh, like, yeah, since you've been hunting with Tim. Yeah. And um, he was going through his cancer. And then, you know, and so a lot of stuff we planned never uh happened obviously because he was dealing with that but then i would have met kyle through that way but then to come back and meet him through jordan who we met uh he was helping out some other person and you know that kind of wanted to bring me out and hunt and then we got back in touch and then he was like hey let's hunt and it just it kind of it's cool just to see how all that works man yeah. so it gets to swirling you know everybody yeah. gets sucked into the tornado you know and, yeah. it's, and normally what happens with it you know is that like with Jordan and Kyle and you and Keith and all of us, it, the, the tornado, it sucks in good people, mm -hmm. you know, and it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure this, this week to meet y'all, you know, meet you and it's been fun. Absolutely. Yeah. It really has been just a genuine blast. I know. I just look forward to hearing every day. Like when I get back to camp, just the bull crap stories that have happened throughout the day. Of you two, I know. At least we get in the truck, and then <laughs> Adam's like, Adam's like, dude, you gotta see this footage. <laughs> TikTok dancing. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we we didn't get any killing done, but we, like you said earlier, Mesquite, like look, being out in that area and just being in God's country, it was awesome. And then being out there with Kyle, we had a blast, and just we made the best of it, you know. And then and for for Jordan and his, the TV show. I think we put together some good stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we can edit and we had fun with it. And I mean, thank, thank goodness Jordan killed a good buck. Yeah. <laughs> this would have been a shot out if he had it. Oh, no. We got plenty for yeah. social oh, media. Yeah. yeah. We got a bunch of yeah. social media reels yeah. we're going to put together, these two guys in the blind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all just wait. We, we got some money shots there. <laughs> I mean... Got some slow mo of the wind today. Wait till you see that shot. I feel I feel pretty good about that one. <laughs> we got we got some of me going up and down the stand. A oh yeah, times, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, this is exactly why they haven't killed a deer. Well, you were on the way to pick us. You up, were so. you were coming. Oh, I said, that? "Hey man, oh, that's, hey." That's when Jay texted me. He's like, "I don't know what they're doing, but I've been parked." <laughs> <laughs> I, I look over at Kyle and go, "Hey, are you ready to go?" He's like. He's like, I don't think Jay's here. I go, no, the truck's been up there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what y'all were doing? Is yeah, said, doing climb up and down shoot? the ladder like three oh, times. Lord. I said, hey, man, climb back up there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> climb down slow. Climb back up faster. Look back. It was like TikTok. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was, I was like, man, what are they doing? You know? I said, oh, man, he wants us to walk up there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was 50 yards. <laughs> Yeah, I know when we drove back past on the way out, I was like, I could see the stand. I was like, oh, man, that really wasn't that far. Here I am worried to death about trying to find y'all a deer. Y'all <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> oh, so good. Doing all their TikTok dances and stuff in the stand. <laughs> It couldn't have been a better way to finish deer season, though. Yeah, you got that right. Hey, you got to have fun with it, right? You do. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You got to have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, hey, I got an extra week out of it. I can't complain. Georgia ended a couple weeks ago, and I normally just hunt until Georgia ends. 
mm-hmm. you know, and it is just wild to think that down here in Alabama, the the deer are rutting right now. And, you know, I just flew down from Michigan about a week ago and it's, you know, it's below freezing and snowing up there and, and the deer are starting to drop their antlers where I'm from. So to come down here and to see your buck all busted up coming into a grunt call, it's, it's just awesome to be able to hunt another rut, you know, and if you time it right, you, you just have so many different hunting seasons, you know, all over the U S that you can really get in a lot of different rut hunts. So it was cool to come down here and see this and a pleasure to, to hunt the black belt, you know, and Jordan's been telling me about the black belt here for a couple months now. So I was really looking forward to, to seeing the history here um and, and the bucks obviously so well you know keith can speak to this more than i can but um the rut here in this area is an oddity um some of the property that piney woods has um up toward lake eufaula and and whatnot there's different ruts here there's different rut zones here because uh, Keith can speak to that, but up the, we, you know, you, we can hunt the, hunt the rut here at, at this lodge a couple of times a year because of where the land is. And it's not very, they're not far apart and it's, it blows my mind and has for years because I've been hunting here since I was a kid, you know, and, uh, it's, you know, the, the rut up on the lake is mid november and then next thing you know down here it's late january that they're rutting so you can get two different ruts here you know out of the same lodge and and keith can speak to that some yeah um you being here where we are we're on the we're on the chattahoochee river so you um everybody knows on the georgia side around thanksgiving is when when it's going strong well, you know, those deer come back and forth, and so you've got, um, when you're on the river, you got two different ruts there because you got a lot of those deer that come over from the Georgia side over the years. So they're early, you know, and then you got the late season, which is the Alabama deer. And uh, it's pretty neat to see that and uh, to see how those deer stay separated. I mean, they don't, they don't, you, you would think that they would, uh, they bred and all that that it was kind of changed the whole situation but it really doesn't you know so it's pretty neat to see that and um when they moved the season to february the 10th being the last day you end up getting that alabama rut twice because you get that second rut if if they start early enough in january which this year it's a little later than normal but according to the moon if the moon's right and uh when you got that full moon you can hit the first rut and the second rut because of that moving it to February the 10th. And we did that last year and year before. So. Yeah, we argued the point here in Alabama um, because the season for years closed the last day of January. And there was a lot of se- a lot of seasons that we would miss the rut because they would go in just after, you know, because it, it normally starts the last week of January into the first week of February. You know, it goes there's, there's a slot there that, where we're at here at the lodge proper that's where the rut's at and there was a lot of times that we would miss the rut here um because it would start like the last day of the season and go into february so um everybody talked about it and thank goodness the the state decided to extend the season on in the 10th of february so we have much much better opportunity to catch the rut here and uh 
and it's paid off as far as you know, hunters because you know we've been able to enjoy the rut over into February when it starts like that. So it's uh, it's been a blessing. Yeah, you know how some hunters are they they'd move it again if they could, and then they'd move it again. So yeah. You know, everybody's got mixed feelings about that. There's a lot of guys that felt like um, having that rut out of the season was good for the deer because it gave them that time not to be molested, you know, and be able to have that rut without hunters after them. But, so we're getting part of it, but they still got – I mean, there's there's deer getting bred on in the February and March because we see it with those late fawns. So. Yeah, last, uh, last season when I was guiding turkeys here um, – we went on some property that my family owns and they were still deer scraping and rubbing at the beginning of turkey season, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, and that's those years that the deer come in that they have them late fawns, you know, and it's, uh, anyway, yeah. I, I, I digress. I've yeah. gone off on another <laughs> tangent here. Well, no, it's just part of the, cause a lot of people ask me that being, you know, at the processor, they want to know, they think, they think because I'm at the deer processor and uh, I see a lot of deer coming in, they they want to know when the rut is, what's going on. And I tell everybody they think I'm a deer meteorologist, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I can promise you, I ain't got it figured out because if I did, uh, I wouldn't be sitting right here. I right think now. you do. I think you do. I think you're a deer whisperer. Is what I think. <laughs> well, I. I know one thing, they're going to do their own thing. So. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> they're going to do their own thing. So, But it's just neat seeing all that stuff, you know. And, and uh, I mean, it's amazing what the the makeup of a whitetail deer and, and what they do and how they do and how they survive. And, and uh, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. The white, that whitetail buck is what gets us. I mean, there's... There's nothing like it. No, they turn me on. I I'm mean, gonna tell you right do. now. They do. It's just so. the fact that you can't never figure them out. Yeah. And I, it, it's <laughs> unbelievable. That, I mean, I've been chasing them. I mean, I'm I'm fairly old. <laughs> I've been chasing them for I don't know. I guess fifty years now. Well, you know, fifty years now, and I I hadn't lost interest in them because I can't figure them out. You know. Yep. Yep. It sure is neat. I've sure shot a bunch of them, but I still yep. I still keep coming after them. They are a tough animal to hunt. I mean, it's just crazy because about the about as soon as you think you got them figured out, like we've talked about for weather changes, boom, completely different patterns. Yep, it's over at that point, and then you got to wait on them again. You know, and I tell you what, I think a I think a buck is whitetail bucks cost a lot of divorces. Lawyers love them. <laughs> <I think. laughs> get obsessed with that kind of stuff yeah right at them yeah you get obsessed i was telling tell kyle that too and he said you find a girl she gotta be okay with the hunting if that's what you're gonna do yeah, sure, sure enough <laughs> gotta be familiar with it yeah. that's that's for sure hey, we might, we might get even. Else. don't get married during deer season my wife every year we got married january the 10th every year she's like what in the world did we get married? <laughs> and I'm like, I just didn't think about it. I just wanted to get married. But now that you say that, it probably would have been better. If it was I'm going to tell you right now, it'd be a cheap wedding because none of my friends would show up. <laughs> hey, and them kids too. My yep. daughter was born at the end of April. My son's born at the end of June. There you go. You got to plan that stuff out. <laughs> got to figure it out. That's right. As I said, Williams talked about his timing many a times. He's like, man, I timed it perfect. Both of his kids 
I don't remember the dates, but they are literally a day apart in April. I think his son's like the 16th and his daughter's the 17th of April. And he's like, I timed it out perfect because I don't have to deal with. And I don't know this past year, he's like, he was talking smack for deer season. I, I was trying to tell him, why didn't he put his son into uh, football? And he's like, well, because it happens in the fall. He's like, that's deer season. He's like, I, I don't want to have to go to a football game during deer season. And then next thing you know. He's playing badminton. Yeah, next thing you know, I'm like, hey. I'm like, hey, we going hunting this weekend? No, Rylan's got baseball. His wife's on Rylan up for fall baseball. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, karma bitch in the ass on that one, didn't you? <laughs> for sure. Oh, man. What else it, we getting into, Jordan? Well, how about the Chattahoochee River? I mean, I was pretty surprised to hear the Chattahoochee River was around here. That's the lake you fall. Yeah, that's exactly where I went too. I was singing Alan Jackson. I was singing. You know what I mean? You're gonna start singing for us again. Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. (laughs) (laughs) We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. Got a little crazy, but we never got caught. (laughs) (laughs) That was a deer blind. That's an example. You know. I should have went and sat with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you could have sat with them this morning. That stand that they sat in, that thing was huge. They had a condo. Yeah, you could have tried. Yeah. <laughs> you probably. I mean, oh, that's just terrible. Condo, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying. You you would have fit. You, you would have fit in. Nah, Kyle's great. small enough. You probably could have just put him in your lap. Hey, yeah. You know, I like to think my shoulders are. Nah, pretty it, it was tight. It was tight in there. For With us. that camera gear, yeah. you know, I had to lean over it to get that couple, one shot. Yeah, get a shot where he's like he's leaning on my head. Like, <laughs> Don't move, <laughs> man. This is getting weird. Hey, y'all need to lay off the hooch. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got a limit. <laughs> Oh goodness! Oh, man. How yeah, long? Cause... How, how long we've been going? An hour and twenty five minutes. Oh, oh that's yeah. Keep her rolling. That's yeah. perfect, man. We got plenty of time. Yeah, we're rolling into it. So I honestly, I want to hear. I want these people to hear about your uh, your mule deer this year because that just. I mean, I watched that episode. That that blew me away. That was, that was epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, I had Shane out there filming that. Um, Kyle was. Guy in uh, your guy in elk hunts then. Yep. But I was uh, turkey hunting last spring with Tyler Jordan from Realtree. He comes down and turkey hunts with me, and I sent him a message about uh, deer hunting together this year, and he said, "Man, Dad paid for your hunt out there in South Dakota. Go kill you big deer out there." So I went out there with Brian Brown, who helps uh, co-host Realtree road trips with those guys, and. Our first night there, we got there in time to hunt that evening. And they said, we got a big 10-point showing up every day. But tonight, the wind is bad. So we, he's like, we're going to sit you in another spot, and you'll be able to go shoot them tomorrow. So we sat that spot that night and saw that deer from 200 yards away, and he was a stud. And we just got back and, and talking with the guides, and we started talking about mule deer hunt. I just asked him you know what's their mule deer hunting like this and that and because i have filmed some mule deer hunts and i love it but that's been that's been right up there with elk hunting with me as far as one of those dream hunts and man the next morning he called me he uh he's like noah called me the guide out there and said you serious about killing a mule deer you know they see him every day he didn't think it was that big a deal i said man yeah he said come on we just watched one bed down 
So I couldn't process what was happening because it all happened so fast. We got in the truck and we get there and 30 minutes later, about, well, I guess it was about 35 minutes later into this stalk, I'm letting an arrow fly. And it was just one of those kind of surreal moments. I was so in that tunnel vision. I couldn't appreciate it at the time until we were leaving, but I got to shoot that mule deer and watch him drop all in frame. And you guys, if you've seen the show, you see, I get a little bit excited and you'll see, I got a little bit excited for this deer here in Alabama, but Shane's filming me. I shoot that mule deer and I look back at him. I, I yell to the camera, give me two claps and a Ric Flair. But <laughs> I clap twice and go, woo. <laughs> and I just fired up. So, and then, then it started all processing. And, and I, I believe I said it there on camera with the recovery was like, man, Realtree just made a dream hunt come true for me. And that was probably honestly the best way in that situation because. I've stalked mule deers and, and, and elk hunted, but from behind the camera. So when Shane and I are sitting there crawling and we see this mule deer and I'm on my knees and Shay's behind me, I'm like, Shane, I ain't got no idea what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that that mule deer was about 60 yards away. And I was thinking, man, I'll just shoot him from here. And I was like, I ain't got no idea to, what to do. But luckily he calmed me down. He's a lot like Kyle. He's positive and they're going to figure out a way to get it done. And and we had a 30 mile an hour wind right in our face and the mule deer was facing away from us. So he's like, let's just crawl to the left. And so we crawled the last 30 yards and I, I shot him from my knees at 33 yards. Yeah, so yeah, was, it was, it was epic. And you just got to go watch it to understand it all. Yeah. That was awesome. I watched that episode. I was like, golly, man, that was. Yeah. I had no idea, man. That 10 point was nice too, but he wasn't a mule deer. Yeah. So I, I couldn't lose on that trip. I wasn't going to lose. They had, it was just a matter of hitting the right spot because the next day we would have had a shot at that, that 10 point. He walked right by that blind again at 15 yards like he did the last five days in a row. So it was just, this year was just like that for me everywhere. Not taking it for granted. It's one I'll definitely always probably talk about. But then we followed up leaving South Dakota the next morning we jumped in the truck and drove to Kentucky and then got in the blind that night and shot that buck in Kentucky 30 minutes into the hunt and then shot a doe 10 minutes later after we shot the buck. It was, we were joking about it cause Shane and I said we spent more time pumping gas than we did hunting. And I killed two deer or three deer in two different States, 15 hours apart. <laughs> it's yeah. just unreal. That's insane. <clears throat> and, so yeah, go back and watch them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put your link in the uh, in the description too. But I kind of want to talk to Kyle because you know we talk about elk hunting and and Kyle, do you primarily folk like when you guide? Is it pretty much just bow hunting, or do you you guide some like rifle hunts as well? Yeah, I do uh, four archery seasons and two rifle seasons. Okay. Um, and one of those archery is usually a muzzleloader hunt as well. So we start at the end of August, uh, beginning of September, and then we hunt through. Uh, usually just a second rifle um, in Colorado just because of the area that I'm guiding in the elk migrate out of there so you know the third and fourth rifle are usually no more elk up in that unit that we're permitted to guide in so yeah I got about six seasons mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet and how'd you how did you get into to guiding to the elk guiding itself because I know you said what you started in New Zealand 
No, no, actually, I, I started in Michigan is where I'm from, and I went over to Iowa uh, and, and uh, went to a school there at Luther College and got my bachelor's, and then I went on to grad school in Wisconsin. And when I was in grad school, one of my professors had a, a, a flyer on his wall of AEI Guide and Outfitter. And I asked him one day, I said, hey, hey, what's that outfitter right there? That that elk hunting looks awesome. You know, I've always wanted to go on an elk hunt. He goes, oh, man, keep the flyer if you want it. So I did. I kept the kept the flyer on my desk um, all through grad school. And when I'm finishing up grad school, uh, one of my mentors from Luther College, his name's Jeff Bokey. I said, you know, I reached out to him. I said, hey, you know, what, like... What, what should I do when I'm graduating? You know, I'm, I'm looking for jobs, you know, and he goes, hey, you know, I got a couple opportunities. I could, you know, set you up with some people. And one of the opportunities was Tim. He said, hey, well, I have a friend that has an outfit out in Colorado. I said, right on. I said, well, what's the opportunity? He said, well, you know, they have a fly fishing deal all summer long, and then they do elk hunts and mule deer and mountain goat all fall. And I said, man, I'd, I'd love to get into something like that. So, lo and behold, it was that flyer that I had on my desk all year long, which was just so coincidental. Um, so, I, you know, I got a hold of Tim, and Tim said, yep, come on out. And, you know, that first year I got into it, I, I just started, and, you know, you just start going out with all the other guides. You know, I didn't start guiding my first year. You know, I got a shot at one rifle season my first year out there, but it was all about education, you know, learning the country, and, man, I was hooked. I was ate up with it. I scouted all summer, and every every weekend day or evening I was out glassing for elk and learning different drainages and all winter long I practiced my elk calls and you know that next year I got a shot at it you know to guide all seasons and and I did well and uh just been guiding ever since and um you know I've just been really blessed with all the opportunities that have came my way and been blessed with good people like Jordan to, you know, bring me in and want to teach me, you know, their trade. And a lot of these guys in the elk hunting industry, you know, I had some really good guys show me how to call and tell me about their success and what to do, what not to do, good areas to go in, how to hunt it, you know, and they just teach you. So these guys that have been hunting for, you know, 30, 40 years, you know, they're grooming you as you're coming up. And when you're hungry, you know, you just learn a lot faster because you want to. You know, I, I was just, you know, reading everything I could and doing all the research I could. Y'all making some noise over there. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, I, I love elk hunting. I'd say, you know, if I had to pick one species to hunt the rest of my life, you know, it, it, it's tough because there's a lot of awesome animals out there to hunt. Everyone is an adventure in itself. But I really resonate with elk hunting, you know, uh, I, I wrestled through college and just that mentality of you got to grind and get after it and keep a positive attitude and you can't give up and you got to stay positive because there's so many ups and downs just in one day, you know, let alone the whole five days that, you know, you're guiding somebody or hunting yourself. So you just got to keep your mind right and you got to be physically in very good shape, you know, to really compete with those elk at a high level. You know, we're hunting from 10 to 13,000 feet and you know, it's no joke, so it, it's nothing for you to, you know, be running a half marathon in a day, and, you know, sometimes you are running. So I, I really transitioned well. It was good for my mind to have something to work really hard at and be hungry for, you know, once you go from competing. And I'm sure 
Adam, you can relate once you go from working really hard at something so many years of your life, it's kind of hard to transition to something with that same ambition and go getter attitude. So for me, I feel very fortunate that, you know, L. Cutton kind of came into my life because it just really fit with my personality and I love it, still love it. And, you know, I'm looking forward to next season as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we're probably going to wind this down. We're about an hour and a half into it. So uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say that I don't – I actually didn't want any of you guys. I know that, like, Jay and Jordan know, but uh, every week we do a tip of the week. So we're going to – I actually don't have anything at the moment. But it, whoever wants to start first, we can start with our tip of the week. I, I started first last time, Jay. Oh, <laughs> my Lord. Mm, tip of the week. I already give you my tip earlier. Nah, yeah, I, I got a I got a little little tip here of the week. So when when you're a camera guy there you go. <laughs> and you eat a lot of snacks. You might want to unpackage those snacks and put them in a Ziploc baggie. It's a great tip. It's a great tip. Did it work out for you today, Kyle? Because I saw you stick your stacks in a bag. I was silent this afternoon, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I wasn't going to get caught dead eating snacks after, you know, y'all hassling me this afternoon. So I waited till Adam <laughs> ate his snacks, and then I felt it was okay to eat mine. Well, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure those snacks helps when you start doing TikTok videos yeah. in the stand. Yeah. When the sun goes <laughs> down. <laughs> on my side of town. Last oh. time I, uh, how about I just repeat my tips? Oh man, you can. Okay, so last time I think it was the number one rule that number first thing you need in your backpack, Kyle is what? Tell him. In my backpack. Yeah, when you go hunt. For, when I wet wipes. No toilet it's strike, paper. Striking paper. Striking paper. Strike paper. <laughs> That's right. Hank yep. Parker. S tickets. Striking paper. Striking paper. Yeah. The second one would be. A good flashlight. And third, which I this is not on the funny side, more the serious side, is I believe everyone should have a med kit in their backpack. Absolutely. You never yep. know what's going to happen. Yeah. With, with a tourniquet. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I carry a med, pick, uh, med yep. kit in my backpack. I had a good friend of mine that guides out west who had one with a tourniquet, saved mm-hmm. his life. And then what I said before, I don't know which one it was, but I think the outdoors should be um something that's preserved um and then also most importantly uh passed on to the next generation the right way yeah on that uh on that note real quick about the tourniquet just for those people to know if you don't have one there are a lot of things you can make um i have some buddies that saved one of my buddies life uh by using a, a spear band off our spear gun um belt shirt anything the whole point is just uh stopping that that pulse below the uh below where the cut is so from my side of it since that's what i do you know for for a living now um yes the tourniquet is great to have um people think if you leave it on for a little bit it's you're just gonna mess them up you can leave them on for six hours typically the hospital they'll leave them on for six hours before they even do anything so you have plenty of time um and like we like you're saying, just go above above that spot that's cut or whatever, and apply that tourniquet, and basically cinch down as hard as you can. But if someone else is with you, they pull one way, you pull another way, and so you can't feel a pulse in that person's 
It's their arm. You can't feel, feel it down by their thumb or their foot. And that's all you're trying to do. Yep. Sweet. So I'm going to say, just enjoy the time, you know, enjoy the time with the people that you're there with. You know, when you go to hunt, like here, man, it's just been, even though I, yeah, I haven't seen many deer, but man, I've just had an absolute blast with the company that's here. And then really that's what it's all about, man. You, there's so many memories that you can, you'll have lifelong memories if you just take the time to enjoy the time that the people that you're here with. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Surround you, surround yourself with good people that enjoy doing what you're doing. And, and the fellowship of it is just incredible. You know, you'll leave with just the, just great feelings and re-energized and, you know, just like the people sitting here at this table. You know, it's just it's 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 just incredible to in, get into it and enjoy the people around you. It's not all about killing animals, you know. It's just about what we're doing right here and hanging out and and meeting people. And it's just it's a good time and just get, just do it. You get out there and do it. You know. Yeah, we've got to do it a couple of times now with Adam, but we're hoping he gets to keep coming on the show and. Definitely. Pretty much be a partner of the show. Yep. Definitely any way I can. Yep. They, um, one of these sayings that uh, a buddy of mine had said, yeah, he applies it to elk hunting because he's a big elk hunter, but I mean, it can apply to deer hunting or anything. But there's only so many for that, for him, he says there's only so many elk seasons in a man's life. You know, and the same thing here, there's only so many deer seasons. So, like, enjoy and live them up. Because, like you said, it's not so much about the killing, it's about being outside and seeing again how things were created, you know, where, where you're at peace. And I, I could honestly say there's not one person that doesn't go out hunting that doesn't take a breath and go like, yep. you know, the birds start chirping in the morning yep. and, and the sun's coming up, the dew's on the grass. You're like, this is, this yep. is it. This is beautiful. Get heavy frost. I, I mean, I, I often think when I'm sitting in a stand, you know, I'm like, man, who created this for me? Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. Mm -hmm. We got Kyle. Uh, my tip, yeah. Um, I think you guys are really hitting on it. I the the first thing that came to my mind was definitely gratitude. Um, just because what really brings me into the moment when I'm out there is just being so grateful for where I'm at. And you know, I I think the good Lord that I get to do what I get to do every day, and and I get to spend time out in His creation, and that's where I feel closest to Him. And, and obviously the fellowship as well, and, and I think God created us to have fellowship with each other, and I think hunting has been a, a really special place to really connect, you know, with your brothers and, you know, obviously women as well, and, you know, just to connect with folks, you know, just because my one of my favorite things is when everybody comes back and tells their story from the day, you know, it, it was an adventure. Whatever happened out there was an adventure, and it's just something that you share together and this is how you create bonds that are you know unbreakable so gratitude is just huge for me and you know and it helps really just bring you there into the moment you know not worrying about you know something that's coming up later in the week or something that happened a week ago it just really makes you present and I think you know it, it's important to be grateful and it's important to be present so um, that's my tip is, you know, just to be grateful for where you are and just feel that wind on your face and, you know, you know, thank God for where you're at and, and enjoy yourself, you know, and, and, uh, it'll make it that much better of a hunt. Absolutely. So don't forget 
to hit up Pawnee Woods Hunting Lodge and you follow Alabama, and the link will be in our podcast. Not Troy. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to throw that out there. In case anybody missed it, yeah, do yeah. not go to Troy. <laughs> You'll end up hunting in the park. Yeah. Also, don't forget, Kyle is looking, you ladies. His number's 313. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah. we'll, put hey. a link, we'll put a link to Kyle's Instagram no, or something. Hey. For these single ladies. <laughs> His DMs open. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, no, sir. but uh, you follow Alabama, man, and uh, we'll put a link in there, and uh, we'll drop a link in there for Common Man Outdoors. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe, and go watch all his videos because Lord knows you're gonna lay up in bed at night and don't watch TikTok. Just go on there and yeah. watch watch Jordan's YouTube. And uh, by the time this drops, we have our we got a. a Small game hunt. Our last small game hunt will be over. But don't forget, May 7th, we still have to create an event, but May 7th, we have the crawfish boil. And, oh, man, last year, I think we had, we cooked 160 pounds last year. And they come straight from Louisiana. Yep. Gone gone there, picked them up, and came right back to the boil. It was a good time. And I'm talking about fresh. Fresh, it was good. And I think we had... Close to 90 people last year. So don't forget to go in there. Once we get the event created, go in there, buy your tickets, and show up. It's going to be a jam-up time. Check out Heartland Precision Rifles. Oh, yeah, rifles. man, and Heartland Precision Rifles. Yeah, go get you one in flat yeah. triggers. They just, shoot, son. They just, shoot. Yeah, just wait till Jay gets his. Yeah, I can't wait, man. <laughs> it's being built right now, completely custom. So I can't wait. But Heartland Precision Rifles, go, go figure them out and get you one. We'll drop all the links into the bio, and uh, it was a great time being with y'all here. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. No, it was fun. Yeah, it was thank fun. You, yeah, thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we're out.